0: You're listening to Pole Parlor, a fun, inspiring podcast for all those bewitched by pole dance. Each week, your Madam Crimson Mink has candid conversation with unique, engaging individuals from within and around the pole dance community. Pole Parlor is passionate about preaching creativity, soulful sensuality, and empowerment through pole dance. Welcome everyone to Pole Parlor. This is episode 52, Marion Crump. I'm your host, Crimson Minx. This week on the podcast, we have international pole artist, Marianne Crump. On this episode, we talk about how Marion dreamt of being a professional dancer as a child and how she made this a reality despite the skepticism of others, how she works collaboratively as a dancer, model, and muse to create art, the inspiration behind her eye contact experiment at Pole Expo, And she shares her advice on how to be successful and happy as a professional pole traveler. And check out Marianne's post-podcast interview on the blog at poleparlor.com, where she shares her favorite photos, music, video, and more. And while you're there, find links to all the Pole Parlor social media, including the private Facebook group, so we can connect and hang out after the show. And now, without further delay, let's bring on Marianne. Let me rock you to sleep. Welcome, Marianne Crump, to the Pole Parlor Podcast. How are you today? I'm super
1: good. I'm very happy to share with you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah super happy. We're, we're so happy to have you here with us. Uh, thank you for taking the time all the way from Spain. You're in Spain? Yeah. yeah. We'll start yeah. with the, um, the question that I ask everyone, which is, for how long have you been pole dancing?
1: And how did you first discover pole? Uh, I have been pole dancing, now it's gonna be close to 10 years. And I discovered pole dancing uh, in Paris because um, once a friend of mine was like, do you wanna come and hang out with me? I'm gonna try this class. And I'm like, okay. And I show up to the pole dancing class um, in Paris and uh, Lolo Yilsum, which is a very famous French pole dancer, She was actually teaching this first class, so she was my first pole teacher. Yeah. It's like an intro class? It was an intro it was actually nothing like it is now. It was just like everybody was discovering pole dancing, so we didn't really know what it was going on and it was super fun. But definitely I got completely addicted, the first pin for sure. And this was what year? It was, a, I think it was 2016 at the end of 2016. 2006? So, like my, brain, my brain is thinking at the same time. And <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, it's not one year ago. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2006, that's early on. So, I mean, the fact that you even came across a pole studio, I can't imagine that there were more than uh, one or two, even in Paris at that time, right?
1: Uh, it was not, not even a pole studio. It was in, like, um, like a club, oh. and they were putting poles up, and it was not even, like, any brand of pole that were available at that time. I think in France it was the beginning. It was no studio, or maybe one. But I, I remember it was very, like, the very beginning in France, for sure. Wow, and so your friend just knew about it, knew this underground thing kind of happening, and... Exactly, yeah, exactly. Because she was a bit like in the nightclub scene, and yeah. uh, she knew about it, and so she she brought me. And actually, I kept going, and uh, I met her not a long time ago. And uh, she was like, "Oh my god, how I could believe that. <laughs> it would change your entire life, right?" Class. It's yeah. funny how things happen. Were you? I think dancing is amazing for that. It changed so many life. The first class, it's like. It really wow. does. You can't say that
0: about like you know a step aerobics class or even oh yeah, or soccer.
1: Like yeah. people watch soccer, but they don't change their life. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely have a lot of people to to testify to that. Completely. Um, um, yeah. And so, were you dancing before? What were you up to before so, that time?
1: Um, I was. I've been a- always very passionate about dancing. And my mom was also dancing. But I was like, I'm going to be honest. Like, that's what I say every time because people say, oh, you've been a ballet dancer. And I did ballet classes and gymnastics, but I was really not good. <laughs> Even my mom the other day, she was talking with, uh, I don't remember who. And she, oh, yeah, in a show in France with Manuela Carnero, my friend, and uh, she was telling Manuela, you know, Marion, she really want to dance, but she was not good at all. Like, so I just, I just was driving her to her dance class, but I was just like, oh my God, this petite, she should do something else. But I was like, super keep on going. And I think this is something maybe that made my, one of my strengths is to believe and to work so hard. And no matter what, I would do it. So, yeah, and I remember always writing to my parents, you don't believe me, but I will be a dancer and uh, I, will, I will do it, I will make it happen. And my parents were like very supportive. Even they, they thought I was like not made for that. So today they're like kind of between crying because they didn't really, <laughs> and very happy because they were like, we are happy you didn't listen to us and you, you realize your dream
0: yeah it's funny that it doesn't come naturally to everyone that it is sometimes just the work and perseverance that puts you at the top right Mm
1: mm-hmm completely so were you like going to school for dance at this point no 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 i was like um so i i was like always dancing in my younger age and then i graduated school so i in france is a bit different than in the united states but I graduate my um, like in college, two years in advance. Oh wow! So I and then I went directly to university and I study uh, sports. So even in this, I was not like the best at sport, but I'm, I was really passionate about movement. And uh, I studied. Um, I graduate like um, for being a teacher for disabled people. Oh wow! So it was very interesting, but still I was very young, and I felt like I missed some maturity and some experience. So I went into like fitness side after my university, and I graduate the 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 like teacher to to teach fitness in all the gyms and stuff like that. Yeah. So I work a little bit like this, and I discover I keep on dancing, but it was always like a second, like a thing. hobby. Like a hobby, but even uh, I was like taking part of shows and I w- it was a hobby that was taking half of my time, for yeah. sure. <laughs> a very passionate hobby, but nothing you were getting paid for or anything like that, really. No, 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 no. And then, yeah, I discovered pole dancing and things completely changed. What kind of mm-hmm. dance were you doing, by the way? I, I did, uh, so I did some ballet, but I think... um yeah, you need to if you want to go really like deep into ballet, you have to have some body types and abilities. And probably at that time, the teacher were thinking I was not made for that. So I went into something more allowed, more freedom, like jazz. And I discovered the street jazz and hip hop and raga. So I was trying a bit everything. I was really like just moving was just my passion. And I was going. I remember to this class in Toulouse, in the south of France. It was a like a massive studio with a bunch of amazing teachers and I was just going and no matter what people were telling me, I was like, I'm gonna dance, that's for sure.
0: I know I feel like you have a lot of people eating their words now. So I'm sure people see
1: you now and are like "Hmm." Yeah, like my my teacher at the fitness um at the fitness center when I was training for the the exam they were they like nowadays they're like how the little bird Marion can now do what she does, because like they remember me when I couldn't do a pull-up, and now, well, yeah, it was really difficult, and yeah, they're like really amazed by where I, where I arrived, and I'm, I keep on going. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's so inspiring. What did that journey look like? So how did you get
1: from? from where you were to where you are now. Um, so definitely, you know, many people ask me often, even like yesterday, uh, somebody asked me, since how long have you been practicing to to get to this level? And I always think because most of all in pole dancing, now when, when we see all those those girls and boys coming, and in six months they became world champions, <laughs> I, I do believe that it's not really how many years but more how many hours okay and That's because interesting. sometimes you can train for many years but if you don't train intense or enough discipline yeah. you can be just okay for 20 years yeah and if it depends the intensity and the dedication you put in your training in in a, in a year some some people they just rock the world Yeah. So I think it's it's more a matter. It's a matter of years for sure because you get experience and and like most of all, like for example, to go on stage and all those things. But also, I think it's an amount of hours, and definitely, it's a lot of hours.
0: Yeah. You. So you started kind of training full time. It sounds like once you got.
1: Yeah, I I, I, because I, I didn't have the abilities that maybe some of my colleagues had. So I have to work double, or I don't say, like, they work less, but I yeah. for me, it was, like, for me to get more strength, it asked me so much. Definitely nowadays, I can say probably I was more gifted to be a flexible one, you. but without, without like, work, like, any virtuoso we never master his discipline if he doesn't train. So for sure, like, I just come back from training now, I... I just finished my training and before the, this interview. So, I, and I love training. I'm just so passionate. You know, I was talking to my friend. Maybe you know him, Josh Taylor. Yeah.
0: Yes, not so personally. He's my... I just stalk him online, but yes,
1: I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, repeating. And uh, he's right now in Australia, and we were talking, and he's like, "What are you gonna do today, uh, my, do- my dear?" And I'm just like, "I'm gonna train." He's like, "Oh, surprising." <laughs> I'm just so I'm so I'm so addicted I love training It just make me and you know even people say Marion since when you didn't went to holidays and do nothing I'm like yeah but doing nothing doesn't really make me happy like if I I can go to holidays but I still want to move my body and actually I love training is my job for sure because this is also what we are working for and paid for to to train and to create but it's First of all, my
0: passion. What's your training look like? I'm assuming it's not on the pole every day. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like you put a lot of time into contortion and,
1: and some other um, things. So Yes, but also because I'm, I married um, an amazing man and he, he's passionate to sport too, but it's like more like cycling and running. Mm-hmm. he and, does like triathlons and things yeah he does triathlon and since like he trained for the Ironman last year I started to swim with him and I became completely addicted to swimming wow. so now I swim more than him oh my goodness and they say
0: swimming is really good for your body because it's not so high impact right um it's
1: actually I love running but running is very sometimes can be yeah. a bit like Traumatizing for the body, mm-hmm. but swimming is like something. Yeah, and what I like about swimming is also like you have to connect because you don't want to mess up with the water. So it's kind of like you have to not switch off, but it's a kind of meditation. Yeah, I get that. You connect and you have to be focused on swimming, so your thoughts are a bit like further, and you can like for a moment make a little head space while swimming. So I really like it. And also it's true like for my body because of the, I like to do contortion and stuff like that. So it's nice release for my back. And And it has uh,
0: that fluid motion that kind mm -hmm. of translates to dance.
1: So completely. And it's actually very like now I, I start to be more comfortable since I swim pretty often since a year. And I start to feel like even the, the, like the touch and when I touch the water and everything, like I have some like feelings that is uh, very interesting. Actually, I think I would love to swim once. I know you can have those headphones mm-hmm. in the water. Yeah. I think all, I, I've always been passionate to, about uh, synchronized swimming. Yeah. And definitely, I know it's a very hard sport, but I'm sure the, the feeling and, and the sensation you have in the water is, can be pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: you seen those like underwater photo shoots on pole? Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm more. This is more static. I'm more into the motion into the water, Mm. and I I watch a lot of documentary. And I also because my husband on the top of everything he does, he also does free diving, and um, like
0: in the ocean.
1: Yes. Wow. And so I follow some, some, uh, free diver because some of the free diver, they're actually like also like performer and, uh, those girls, they can be like kind of professional mermaid or yeah. even dancing underwater. So it's not just taking you know, a pose uh, yeah. picture. Yeah, I It's guess- a real big deal underwater.
0: Yeah. I guess it's like. The photo shoots, they're not actually dancing on the po- on the poles, they're posing, but yeah, like it's one more step and what step in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could take it a step further and see how like the pole could could integrate yeah. underwater. Maybe. I, you never know. Hey, we're always looking for
1: something new in pole, right? So and um, even more, I'm gonna tell you something. I I'm in the path now where Yes Paul is definitely the seed of everything most of for my for my personal case in my life but I like to see outside of the box and definitely I'm in a journey now where I look really outside of the Paul box and that's pretty interesting so I like to do things with no Paul involved
0: mhm uh, yeah and I've noticed that I think that's why you stand out because I think of Anyone I can think of off the top of my head, you really embody the the title of pole artist, and you take that artist that artistry to the next level.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. And you do a lot of projects with people. You have so many videos and performance art and photo shoots. You you do modeling as mm-hmm. well but i see it less of like you being just someone put into the production and more of like an artistic collaboration
1: oh yeah completely i i am um, i think sometimes when the photographers start to to say okay we work with you and they're like oh <laughs> because my brain just don't stop and they're like okay okay just come down because I, I just i just love it and i what i it's i think the Photography—it's very interesting. Um, I don't know anything about cameras and stuff, but I—what I, I love—it's when I see what people can do and capture, uh, and what the body can also gives, and the brain. I, I really love to mix like uh, like all the arts together. And for sure, what is very interesting for me—I study a lot the the people who gonna are gonna work with to really like not to respect what they what they like and what they are and mix with what I have. And that's why sometimes uh, I, right now I think about this session I did with a friend of mine that I met uh, in Las Vegas and he's uh, very passionate about landscape. And I was like, okay, so let's create something where I'm just a detail of this landscape and I'm not the main focus. I don't know if you would like, this picture where I'm, bending in the middle of many bunnies yes so so this is uh about what is more about the details mm-hmm. and not being the main focus of the photography what is more important is the whole landscape and it's, it was very interesting to because we also have like brainstorming before we go in the photo shoot it's very very interesting yeah. and i i really like it i i I I work with amazing people and it's absolutely delicious. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's different than doing, you know, a portraiture photo shoot versus mm-hmm. doing um, an artistic collaboration in, with sure. the medium yeah, of, yeah. of photography. How do you find people to work with or do people reach out to you?
1: Or? Well, yeah, actually, you know, it's like a lot of things happening. Um, I don't know how I can call that it because I don't do not believe in coincidence. Mm -hmm. So I think things has meant to happen. And most of the time I don't search for people. I just, it just happened. Like for instance, the last photo shoot I did was uh, in my hometown now in Girona. And uh, like Malena, she's from Argentina and she's like, I'm coming uh, in Europe. Do you want to shoot again? Because we already did a shoot in Argentina. And I'm like, okay, and, you know, I'm traveling a lot, and she's, I'm like, when are you coming? And she just told me, oh, I'm coming that day. And I'm like, okay, perfect, I'm home. And the magic thing is like that my the mom of my husband work in the city hall. So she organized everything she can to have the access to the theater for a few hours. Yeah, so we were like the, few, the whole theater with all the technicians just for us for a whole morning and this is very like priceless and um the picture are pretty like pretty incredible but most of all because this theater is so traditional and so like so magical. yeah it's very very beautiful very beautiful so i just wrote what i have and obviously malena sublime the things with her capture they're not the photographs aren't have you posted them yet? Are they public it's, yet? At, maybe, you notice, know, I the, the first, there is one with my, um, myself in an ego. And it's, like, very, like, beautiful pink and um, red and gold theater. You will
0: find on my page. Okay, on my okay or, I'll have to go back and look. Um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes so people can see because that sounds fantastic. So it's yeah, it like, was a- You respect these people that you work with, like you look into what they offer and bring out the best of what they can offer. This all kind of like ties in, I feel like you have a good way of connecting with people. And it's funny that you just even said you do that with the artists that you collaborate with, that you connect with them on a deeper level, you know what they bring to the table and you can bring out their best.
1: Hmm. I think it's important and honestly, I don't feel like it's something special because I, I do believe you should be this way with everyone. Yeah. But I know like we all have different beliefs and different culture. So it's important too. But I think this is something that maybe all of us travelers, um, traveling bring you this. It bring you to open your mind and to understand that the world, even if we are all brother and sister, we all grew up with different education, different culture, and something that I'm going to say in Spain that's going to make people laugh, maybe going to make people very uncomfortable in Asia. Mm -hmm. And so by traveling all the time, you have to always, first of all, I never speak my own language, which is French. I think I even sometimes forget how to speak French as my mom said. My mom sometimes is like Marion, this is not French anymore. <laughs> so the thing is my brain is constantly switching. Like last week I was in Venezuela, so I was speaking Spanish all the time. So you always like thinking and adapting to people culture, to people like tradition. And it's it's pretty like a big job but it's very 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 interesting and evolving for sure how often are you traveling um so this the funny fact is that this year i i really was like okay this year i'm gonna slow down because i want to have a baby mm-hmm. and actually it's the year i think i'm gonna travel the most <laughs> i ever done Wow. Well. <laughs> so, but, you know, I was telling Josh this morning because he's like, okay, so what is your plan? And I'm just like, you know, Josh, I'm just, I am just, I just love traveling. It's just amazing. What were you doing it's, it's, in Venezuela? Uh, so I've been invited in Venezuela by the federation there. And uh, I was, like, invited for the championship of Venezuela. Obviously, you know maybe that the situation right now is not very easy and secure Mm -hmm. so many people were completely like telling me to not go even people from Venezuela but I don't know like most of the time when I'm travel I feel this I don't know like sense that tell me go or not go and most of the time it has been very like right and with Venezuela I was like I think you can go, you're gonna be safe. So I went obviously with security, I didn't bring computer or any stuff that can, like jewelry, because you you still have to, to be careful. And they really took care of me like amazingly, like very secure. And they organized also an amazing trip in the jungle where I connect to the fullest with the beauty of Venezuela. And it's actually an amazing country with amazing people. Unfortunately, as in many country politics and other trouble and society, kind of like ripped all those things. But I hope they're going to be fine soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what an incredible opportunity though to be able to even experience that and see a country that may have um, won kind of connotation in the world where you see like the beautiful and the, the peace in it by, I know that you're with like a shaman and got to see a lot of nature and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a lot of, most people won't have that opportunity.
1: So you, you know, that is that, I think that is the amazing things about personally, my journey. I think it's the kind of the same for the other travelers, bold answer. But I, I, first of all, when I, I manage my own career so I don't have any You don't agent have a manager Wow. So but I because I like to talk to people and and I think it would be hard for me to find somebody that can think like because my brain is pretty like crazy. <laughs> so so to have to find the one that maybe my, my husband could do it but he has another job <laughs> because he we are kind of the same the same weirdo. But you know what I like about it is like oh I always like to go with the people, I most of the time, I ask to be host in their house if they can. Mm-hmm. because Not because i in a financial perspective, but more because I like to experience their life yeah. and to meet yeah. the people and to spend more time with them. And it's true that the, the chance that we have is when you go directly to the people, it's not like you are a tourist and you just say, okay, where I can go to discover the country. Being with the people from there with locals, you always go where, to, right to the point where is the cool things to see and the nice restaurant to eat or the experience to have. Like I, I, I remember when I went to Kiev once. It was during the very hard time for Ukraine, and I, Alex, uh, my friend, invited me to come, and I went there. And because he's from there, he made me experience what is the situation, what is the life in his country at that moment. And I think it's, it's so unique and, so, and I keep memories forever that probably most of the human will never experiment. And, it, even if, and it's also nice to see that the reality that you have in your own country and the comfort that you have, it is not the same reality for everyone. And, um, but they still keep going and they kind of not complain and, because it's their life, you know?
0: Yeah, and it seems to have made you uh, um, not that you weren't this before, but it helped bring out more empathy for people in general, and being able to yeah. deal with people different from you and like seeing
1: people. Yeah, definitely, and it also make you, um, you know, what something that I really understand, and for sure, it's it's a hard thing to 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 think, but not you cannot have. You cannot make people think like you because sometimes people say, oh, I don't know why people don't like me or criticize this or whatever. It's because we are so different. For sure, by countries, it's huge. But even the people, the person that live next to you, she grew up with a different life and mm. so they cannot think like you. So obviously something that's going to make you smile, going to make her cry. Yeah. And you can anything about this. That's the way it is because we are unique. You know, I was talking to a very famous pole dancer also this morning and she's like, oh, I thought I create something new today. And I told her something. I think it's the truth. Nothing is really new, but nothing is really, and also everything is new at the same time, because we are all so unique. So the way you're going to do it, the way you're going to, for sure is unique, And but for sure it's not new because since people can move, people create it. So it's just a variation of a variation of a so i think yeah. nobody nobody owns yeah everything's yeah. derivative
0: of something and everyone especially with movement there's just no way that you know thousands of years ago someone didn't experiment with some type of movement on some type of pole object that did some type of
1: thing yeah That's, completely and i think it's it's very important to to keep that in mind and for sure what I always try to think when some, maybe someone going to disagree with my point of view is that it's okay because the movie that I see right now, when I'm talking to you, if somebody watches us, we'll have a different movie of it mm-hmm. because they have a different perception of of you now, of me. So I try, try sometimes to get out of my head and to think if I was in the head of somebody else and I was watching the same movie, and I was like, why she saw this person like this? Because I don't see this person the same way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty, yeah, it helps. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I want to talk about um, kind of along the same, the same train of thought here is you do this exercise and you did this at pole expo mm-hmm. last year or two years ago. I can't remember. Oh, last year. Last, last year when um, you, Why don't you tell us about it? We've talked about it on the podcast before, actually, but I want to hear you explain
1: it. (laughs) So the the thing that that happened is that um, I had this, I've always been, I love silence and like meditation for sure. And uh, meeting uh, David, my husband, um, on Tinder, by the way. When I first heard that, I was like, Lord,
0: there's still, there's still hope for me. I cannot believe yeah. I met your husband on Tinder. I thought it was a little frivolous to bring up, so I wasn't going to yeah. say it, but I'm glad that you did.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it's, so it's, cool. Uh, because thanks Tinder, if you hear me. <laughs> That's so cool. So, so uh, um, with David, we often stay in silence and we look at each other. And then, um, you know, it's true that during my workshops, I feel for me pole dancing is something that i used to it could be anything and i'm glad it's pole dancing because i really love it but it could be anything and it's more to bring me to another journey which is connecting with people and i was like okay we we share a lot but what about sharing just an eye contact so i had this idea and uh, obviously um, Marina Abramovic, this very amazing artist, mm-hmm. did an, an experience in MoMA where she sits for a long, long time. And obviously, when uh, everybody knows about when her ex-husband sits in front of her. So I heard about this and I tried to keep on doing some research. And I found out this uh, group called the Liberators, and they actually organize giant gigantic eye contact so people maybe on I think two years ago was it in the fifteenth of October, everybody in the world at the same time stop and sit on the street and share an eye contact with strangers. There is a lot of video of this I could share some link after. Yeah and so, put it in the show notes. Yeah. And so I decided to contact them and to say, look, I I just had this idea and I searched and I found out you guys. And so we have the same idea. And they actually were super amazing. And they helped me to build my own event. And I contact Fonia. And I, I was like searching where I can do this pole, uh eye contact. And I was like the best place where everybody is, is Poll Expo. So I contact Fonia and I say, Fonia, I have an idea. And she's always like, oh, where are you coming from where Marion? Because <laughs> she knows I've always like my brain is. And I say, I want to organize this. And I explain, I did a little uh, like file where I explain with the videos and she's like, okay, that was not expected. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. And for sure, some of the people we think you completely are weirdo, but it's okay because they already know. So we're going to try it. So she found a space for me and she allowed me to, to do my first uh, eye contact with, for the poll community. And, um, so the Liberator, they helped me to uh, because they have a kind of like little way to do it because of the rise. if you sit down by yourself, people completely look at you like what is going on in your head. So you have to create a little group of people that already know that's gonna happen. And obviously, I contact some of my very good friends in the community like as probably like you know like Sergio and Phoenix and Steven and they all obviously were super empathic and super happy to help me and it just happened uh, so last year at Pol Expo and the most powerful things is that the first person who came to me was um, and shared eye contact with me was Jason. And uh, we don't have any records of this because I think everybody was so uh, in the moment that I think nobody captured anything about this moment. Which is awesome. actually I like it. Yeah, I like I like it because it, it keeps the the magic of that very special moment. And uh, and then after everybody, I think we, you saw the video that Marco Mendes. Yes, that dropped, was nice. Like,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's an amazing. Uh, an amazing record of this beautiful moment. And yeah, I'm super, super glad we did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
0: you basically, it was just on the on the floor and it was just people stopping, sitting down and just not speaking, just looking into
1: each other's eyes. Yeah, actually people can, could speak okay. because you, if you see some people like were speaking and I have this funny fact, uh, Josh sit in front of Kenneth and, uh, I remember Josh, uh, told, told me, uh, Kenny was asking, do, do we have to put a chrono because he was sharing a minute eye contact, but you can share whatever, because yeah. he's very pragmat, very doctor, you know, <laughs> what <laughs> are the rules? Asking, I want all the rules. He <laughs> the rules. He was like, can we talk? <laughs> and just, like, can you just shut up and look at me <laughs> yeah. it's not what
0: this is about yeah people were like crying people were laughing people were just
1: kind of like dumbfounded everything yeah it was very like because you know actually I I discovered because I also did another project on the side of this that during six months I captured uh, after my my workshops a few seconds of Every kind of students that want to share an eye contact with me. And I did a video of all those gays that I share with students from all the country I visit during the, the those six months. And it's actually interesting to see the different reactions. Some people are very uncomfortable, some people like laugh, some people just say like, stop it, I cannot, or cannot really fix you. It's very, very interesting to see all the reaction in something pretty simple. That to watch to look at each other. Yeah, what? But that? it's actually very, very demanding for a lot of people. Oh yeah,
0: to have human connection, especially in a time when we're all attached to phones and we're used to kind of communicating through a screen. To have that interaction, what's the um, what is like the ultimate goal of this project?
1: Um, it's there is no ultimate goal, and I'm gonna when you just mentioned this about screen and everything, actually. It's something like this. Everybody in the world can hear it. I'm sure they know because now it's pretty like going around. But for example, in my workshops, a phone are not allowed. Not because I don't want people to film or or record anything because I put everything on internet. So there is no big secret. I post a lot on Facebook and everything. But more because we, because I include myself, we are so addicted to this guy. Mm -hmm. And I think um, just, I I, want to try to make people just for an hour and a half, just, just to be humans. And most of the time it's, it's interesting, but I I even have some emails afterwards that come people at the first, they would be like super upset at me or like, why? Because not upset, but you know, like them, it's like right now it's like, we cannot survive with a phone. And I have even sometimes people tell me, no, that's not possible. I cannot survive without my phone. And I'm like, D- do you listen what you're saying right now? <laughs> and mostly because we are not the the, the generation millennium. I think that like this generation coming now with the kids, this is really crazy. Yeah. But us, we are born without phone, mm-hmm. so we we did we did survive before without a phone. So and also I always say to them, the best brain you, the best memory you have is your brain. And we now because we have a phone we don't we don't use it as much as we used to do, and it happens once I say that, and one girl filmed me like sneaky fish, you know, and filming the old class and whatever and I saw her, and I say, "You know it's not very respectful, most of all for the moment and actually, we went to the swimming pool, and her phone dropped in the pool no <laughs> and then she has to ask everybody about notes and like to share because her brain was not working because she was more constant, like focused on how she could feel in a sneaky way, you know? So, and also what I want to say about that is like, I think workshops for me and pole dancing, when I teach workshops or when I perform, it is not really about the tricks or how much like bendy you get. Yeah, for sure. It's important because people are really like drive at this but I think it's more about experience. And for me, it included anything. If I go to the to my hairdresser, she can be the best hairdresser in the world. But if I don't have a nice experience, I will never go back. And not only because my color will be nice. Because she's a nice girl, and we have maybe we exchange some nice words. So it's all about experience. And I think it's important. And for me, the most important is when students afterwards, they tell me, you know, now I got it. Now I know what do you mean about just being as humans. And I remember, I think, tricks one day, we will not be able to do it anymore. But experience you had, it's something that you're going to keep forever. It's true. So this is my little politics, my little How role. I you know you did that during
0: your workshops? I'm so happy to hear that. I think, you know, we definitely advocate filming yourself. For you know, when you're training by yourself, when you're trying to you know, I do. All see, the time. Yeah, you have to do it in those instances. It makes sense, but yeah, I see so many people lose the experience of what they just paid a lot of money for, whether it be a workshop or a concert or something like that. You where know, like you're not even present.
1: You're you're at a concert or you're at this th- filming. Just be there. You know, it's exactly, okay, so this idea went even more powerful in me when I went to see one of my favorite singers, Chate Faker, mm-hmm. in Paris, and he was like, he was playing, and the whole theater was filming him, and, he, and in the middle of a song, he's like, okay, guys, he stopped singing, and he was like, wait a minute, what What the hell is this? You pay a lot. Most, some of you, you travel from another side of the world to come to this show, and you watch me through your screen. What the hell? <laughs> Take home and watch me on YouTube, you know? And he he asked for the next song. Please, can anyone, everyone put the phone down? And if you see some, somebody filming, you are allowed to smash <laughs> so the true. phone on the floor. And for one song, people respect. But I can tell you, he stopped singing and everybody put the... I was like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because it's not like, like you said, it's not like you're... You're not gonna post everything from the workshop online after for people to reference. It's not like, I, well, I, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to learn um, afterwards. And it's not like, yeah, you can't check out this guy's uh, on Spotify after. Like, you can <laughs> s- still have that reference after, but like live it while you're in it.
1: Good for you. And also, I think because, you know, even like that's what I think it's when you experience with your body, most of all for pole dancing. I, I do want to believe that, like, your body print and create memories of, like, sensation and instead of, like, you, like, so drive by filming yourself and, and obviously, like, it's, it's a different experience, it's just different. Some classes, I, I know, like, for, for example, if somebody make a rainbow Marchenko and she wants to capture, I'm like, okay, just do it, because yeah. they, they, just the, the moment of their life, you yeah. know, <laughs> so so which I'm not that strict, but I would love to move to people just to understand that definitely there is something different. And especially in the way I'm teaching, there is something about, like, connection. So that's why. Yeah,
0: that comes, that comes across really powerfully. Like, what makes you feel successful as a pole artist? Um.
1: As a performer or as a teacher? I would say it's both. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. Because, you know, something, something is sure. I'm so glad, like maybe many of the people that my generation will answer. I'm so glad I came out when I came out (laughs) because, you know, there is something like now when I watch all this amazing athletes, I will, I will never be able to, to, to be like, there is so many tricks. I cannot do so many, like so many things, but I think the old pole dancer, if I can say that the, the one of the, the the first generations, um, we create something beyond pole dancing. I mean, beyond just the practice, uh, many of, those people are very like became icon. Who were and your not only the... like who were some of these people that you're
0: referencing? Just so we can kind of wrap our brains around what was going on back then. Well, uh, like I think
1: like people, for example, Misha Stanek, um, like um, Felix Kane, Natasha. There is a, a lot of them, but those people, they, I think, people watch them not only because. Of their pole dancing, but they, they also inspire, inspire them in their everyday life and um, we create something with the people that definitely it's beyond being just like a technical pole dancer. and this is what it is amazing and like I feel like we connected to, to, with people and we create like maybe for sure there is pole dancer more amazing than us. Nowadays, they can do even more crazy thing. But the things that we created, it's very unique. And everybody has the, his own personality and his own way to be and to connect with people that it's so strong that for the new people, it's really hard to get in this box because this first like seed of the family is very strong and very connected. We are all like, they my, I think I met the best people of my life. And uh, and yeah, if I have something not going good or not or whatever, I call probably first somebody like Shimi or or Natasha before I call my own, my own family. Yeah, it's you guys were when you don't
0: have a reference point. I think that's when the magic happens, and it sounds like that's what you experienced because you didn't necessarily have a lot of. Or you didn't even have Instagram back in 2006, but you didn't have anything to reference. So you were creating that magic from like a very authentic, honest place and a lot of experimentation. I think it's hard when you're first starting off, like you were saying, you can become very um, uh, champion, like become a champion in a year. But I think it takes longer than that to really develop a personal style and something that you're known for and recognizable for.
1: First, but still, uh, for 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 example, in a personal level, I still have had a reference um, because when I start to do my full journey in Paris, um, this amazing woman uh, that absolutely changed my life. Uh, so her name, as I uh, as she's known in France, is Liana. But she has uh, like a lot of uh, different facets. But uh, Liana, she's my I would say she's 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 been my guide on the pole and also in the spiritual level. And uh, she's from Australia. She's not very um, like famous pole dancer, but she's one of the first pioneer pole dancer probably in the world. And that day in Paris when she came to me and she took me under her wings and definitely teach me everything she knew about pole and beyond. And um, yes, she, I think if I have to say that I, my reference was her and obviously our amazing Felix Kane that I saw for the first time with her red, beautiful hair. And I was like, this is what I want to (laughs) do.
0: Everyone. Yeah. She's impacted since (laughs) and so many people. Both. yeah, that's that's so I don't know who this woman is that you're referencing, but that's amazing. Yeah, there's always going to be someone that inspires us and pushes us and helps kind of like raise us up. Um mm-hmm. and I Maybe. guess it's what how you add your own your own influence to it that makes you known for your own specific.
1: I think so, yeah. yeah. But that's what I that's why, you know, when sometimes people say um they want to be uh like Polestar Star or whatever, mm-hmm. and so they 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 star for like getting titles. And I, I I said honestly, if you look a bit to us, many of us we have maybe one title or maybe not at all. But it doesn't matter because it's it's not at the end is not important. And even personally, when they introduce me in shows and competitions, I don't really like they say. So in 2012, blah blah blah. Because it does not really matter. It's it's beyond this. I prefer, for example, my my bio that I have on my website and a, a bit everywhere. I didn't I didn't write it. I asked a friend of mine, which is the one that you know very well, Bendy Kate. Yeah, love Bendy. So she's a very good friend friend of mine, and I just asked Bendy if she could write about me. Obviously, I was a bit scared because she's always make joke about me, <laughs> and she. <laughs> and uh but she she wrote a very i knew she will make it uh make an amazing job and she wrote uh, an amazing uh like review of what i represent for her and for like most of the people in the community and i'm very very blessed for that so i think it's a difficult to and i, I prefer people to know about what she share in this uh in this biography than than maybe my title
0: because yeah. I think it's more... It's like at the end. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Have someone else write your bio so they can have a more
1: outside yeah, perspective. That, exactly. Exactly. That was exactly the, the things. And I did Smart. back to her. We, we share we exchanged the, the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Find someone to trade that off with. hmm um,
0: Nice. And so one question... Um, that I had sourced from the Facebook group that someone wanted to ask you, is if um, you had any any advice for people who were interested in kind of living this traveler life, like you've managed to, to live
1: specifically. Yeah. Okay. So um, the first things that people should know is it's an amazing life, but it depends also how you manage it for sure can be amazing and also super helpful situation and, uh, and life if you don't like take it the right way. Mm-hmm. First of all, the, the thing is difficult. You've, it's a very lonely life. Even you meet a lot of people because like all the traveling process and everything is not always easy. Um, most of the plane and uh, luggage and things <laughs> like that, most of the time it go wrong. Like I I was just talking with Anastasia two days ago that she got uh, stolen, like her luggage got stolen and lost and whatever. But for us, it's like, like, we're like, Mm. whatever. Like always, it always happens. But it can be difficult sometimes. So this is one thing. I didn't have home for almost six years. And this is also another point. So you you cannot collect your little personal thingy Mm -hmm. Uh, I was living in two suitcases, one I was traveling with and one I was living in a friend's house. So it can be also, you learn how to live with small. This is also one thing. And just to make it clear for for everybody, I don't have any uh, business flight or uh, like, sometime I get upgraded because it's my lucky day, but because you know we have like those, um, like um, how you say the cards where it you rewards. can have like, collect a point. Yeah. But the thing is, because I get I get like all the cards, so points are all over. So I never been more than the silver category. Nice. So <laughs> so I never really like have like this standard whatever. I'm just traveling like normal traveler. But my definitely my secret for my case. It's like I make myself home anywhere. So sometimes I'm gonna be in a country and I'm like, okay, I wanna go home. And people are like, where? Marion is not your home. You you staying in the bungalow or whatever. But my I put myself like even someone invite me in the house and they say, okay, make yourself home. Trust me, I'm not gonna ask twice to make my to cook myself a hag or to make a tea. I just do it. Yeah. Cool. Because if I keep asking, like, can I, can I? First, it's pretty annoying for the person, and because I'm here around like a, a little mousy, and also because it's this, this way, I, um, I think I, I, I feel, I feel myself never disconnected from home because home is everywhere. It's like a that. So yeah, I just feel like really, I, I don't feel like. Even when I, you know, for example, I, my fresh memory is Venezuela. I was with uh, the very be- beautiful elimaira and her family. She has three boys. They are like 12, 14, and 15, and her husband. And they were my family for a week. And I really like, when I'm with them, I'm I'm just like, okay, guys, you adopted me for a week, so we're going to be a family. So I had, like, fight with the boys, and, yeah, it was just a family time, you know. I just, uh, sometimes in some some families, uh, they say, can you take care of uh, the baby or the doggy or whatever? And I just do it, yeah. like, part of the family. Oh, my gosh. So you, like,
0: a, you approach traveling it with a certain mindset and... Mm-hmm. you make it work for you. It doesn't say, I mean, of course it's going to be lonely and you're going to miss your loved ones and things like that. But um, actually,
1: you, you, you know, the thing is maybe about traveling, you know, uh, for sure I miss uh, David because uh, when I'm far, but when you travel, it's not, the, I think it's harder maybe for the one that stay home because me, I'm, I'm, I'm overstimulated. Busy. Yeah, I'm I'm visiting people, I'm meeting new people. So my, my life is like a roller coaster. So I don't have really much time to sit down and be sad mm-hmm. and obviously we miss each other but luckily also social media are amazing for that mm-hmm. to keep each other connected so we have a lot of a bunch of way to connect. So and he's very supportive and so this way I never feel like it's a heavy thing. Yeah. Because no matter I am and for how many days I, I am away from home I feel so connected so yeah. it's not that,
0: it's not hard Yeah, you have such a, I love your mental attitude about things and your your viewpoint on things because we've said this a lot on the podcast you know, two people can have the same experience and have two completely different reactions and two completely different um, resulting like thoughts about Things and if you're traveling, okay. it sounds like you figured out how to make it work for you. And completely, it may
1: not. It may, it may just not be for everyone too. So, I no no for sure. You know, I talk to so many people, and they're like, honestly, your life look cool, but I wouldn't like yeah. to have it. <laughs> like I like my my little doggy, yeah. and I like to have my own coffee machine.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, to to have my own bathroom, this those things for me. I'm just like, whatever, I can go anywhere and it's okay. The only things I know now is holidays talking. Last, last holidays we did with uh, David, we decided to go, I don't know why we had this idea, to Myanmar. Oh, and, cool. And uh, backpacking. But then after a few days, I realized. But backpacking is actually my whole entire life. <laughs> so, you're like, just another day. <laughs> so, I'm like, maybe for holidays, I should figure it out to reverse and to just don't move. Yeah, go to the beach somewhere. That that's what I that's what I have in mind now. Um, and no backpacking, just put my clothes in the in closet. And yeah,
0: yeah, because he's a triathlon, so you know, athlete, so he's always kind of working his way around from point A to point B, too. So, yes, I think
1: sitting still may be actually a big challenge for you guys, but also... Well, we never really do it because we like to exercise. But the the nice things about sharing life with somebody that that actually likes to move is that, for instance, I don't know, on a Sunday morning, like yesterday, we're having a coffee and we're like, what are we doing? Let's go for a run. So we go for a run together, and it's pretty nice to share those things because we... During running we we talk and we share thoughts or we just share silence. Yep. And it's actually nice to have somebody that understands this and mm-hmm. and uh because you know, like for many people, for sure I'm a freak. But <laughs> when you think you're not a freak, then you feel completely normal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Surround yourself by people who bring out the best in you and what you know, what makes you actually. most happy. So that's that's a very a thoughtful key to a to a to happy life i think Mm -hmm. i would love to jump into the second part of this interview with the standard questions that i ask everyone okay this should be interesting who is marion crump's pole crush ah um also disclaimer to to listeners Marianne didn't get didn't want to see any of the questions beforehand so she's doing excellent this is all yeah. <laughs> off the cuff usually I'll send the
1: questions to everyone but she's running Yeah kid. but yeah I like I like um to keep it like raw and super like natural and yeah, yeah. so and real for sure um my ultimate crush I think it's it's pretty hard because um I have many, for sure I have people that I admire so much, but for so many reasons, for sure, like the first pole crush ever, as I mentioned before, is Felix, uh, because like everybody like started pole dancing when we were young, and uh, <laughs> and we didn't know like many, but she was the queen, and she's still she's still a queen, and for sure for many, she will she will stay forever, the one that we all start pole dancing and and yeah i told her once we were he having like a jacuzzi moment and some some drinks and i just said girl i'm like it's pretty crazy amazing that yeah you're the reason and you probably watching your video changed my entire life and yeah but it's just, she's just like ah. <laughs> she's so sweet and yeah, she, I don't even know if she realized how many lives she changed with with every, her dance. Every with,
0: single person brings her up on this podcast. I would say, yeah, legitimately, probably seventy to seventy-five percent of people mention her at some point.
1: So, for sure, she, she should. Know. So, yeah, it's massive. It's massive and, and giant. I, I I would have like probably somebody that I I admire a lot for for many reasons. It's also Marlo Marlo Fiskin, mm-hmm. um, but I also love. So many of, like, I love Shimi for everything she is, Natasha, Carl, I couldn't even mention everybody, Hanka, and the boys also, Evgeny, Anastasia. I I, I really love everyone. But the funny fact is that on Instagram, for instance, I don't follow a lot of pole dancers. Yeah, interesting. Yes, because I really love all of them, and obviously... Um, like they're my friends and I really like, I, I, they're amazing. But for example, if I have to be inspired and to, to kind of like make my brain a bit working, I follow a lot of like people do sculpture, uh, painters, um, jewelry, musician, um, obviously dancer, other kind of artists, athletes. Like today I just start to follow one girl, she does calisthenic she's absolutely amazing I just discovered her today and uh synchronized swimming so I have a lot of people that are not absolutely not pole dancer yeah. and because it, it fit my mind because also you know Liana one day she told me watch the people that nobody is watching oh I like that mm-hmm. and even in pole dancing because she said the one famous everybody watch them and everybody does the same as they're doing but the petite one that does less, but try to with less to create different, those ones are interesting. And actually, she's very right because many times I judge a lot of competition in the world. And I got to tell you the truth. Many times it happens that in the category amateur and semi-pro, I'm completely mind-blowed by the creativity of people. And many times it happens that I'm more amazed and, like, I'm, I'm going to more, like, take notes about those. Because many professional or elite category, they want to get into the inquiries of being a pro or elite. So they have to do those moves that we see in everybody. And the, the, this way to move, to get the point, to get to be the winner. But the one that cannot do those moves or move that way, they try to find other ways. And those ones... Are really amazing too yeah. and really inspiring for me yeah wow that's
0: that's good advice and yeah I totally agree like see people that's that's in any type of art you you definitely appreciate the artistry of Paul. and in art you know doing more with less is a thing and so it's all I it can mm-hmm. oftentimes be a lot more impressive now, for sure
1: yeah for sure and also because um yeah I think it's it's like it's it, it opened your minds for example one thing I remember my my husband paint also
0: what does uh,
1: this man do what a renaissance <laughs> man you have there <laughs> yeah and uh and once uh I remember at the beginning of our journey together he sent me uh, some picture of his painting and uh, he said can you tell me what you think about it and I I was like I cannot really tell you because I'm not a pro in painting, but I can dance what I feel when I watch it. So we did this exchange where I picked one of the picture and I I pick a song and I just interpretate what I feel because he likes to paint uh, also old people. Okay. So there is like kind of story behind, and so I try to create what I what this story could be, and it was a very interesting way to explore. Yeah. So I like those. This kind of things. That's mm-hmm. creative.
0: That's a great creative pra- uh, practice, right there. Exercise, like pick a pick a painting and dance to how it makes you feel. Yep, Marion, you're Definitely. good. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to the next question that I ask everyone, which is, how would you like to see the pole community evolve over the next five years? Um
1: let's see I think it's there, I think there is definitely place for everybody um, like no matter how you want to move just be allowed to do whatever you want definitely keep on going with these amazing things we have about respecting each other and uh, connecting to the fullest for sure there is it will be always some little thingies because this is how to be a human right yeah and uh, it's part of the journey as a human. But um, at the end of the day, I, I, I do believe that it's an amazing community. And I remember when um, a United Pole Artists, uh, two years ago in, at Pole Expo asked, what is uh, pole dancing for you? Most of the answer were community. And, um, and I think it's, this is very important and this community is absolutely amazing. And i have so, we have so many examples of this first with the, I think the main one is uh, the support for Jm that was absolutely mind blowing for many other community because I think pole dancing were was very supportive in this, and also like, yeah, little things happens like I know for example, if something happened, everybody's gonna try to move on to find out a solution to help this person, and it's very very important and very beautiful. I think the community is a very important and I hope we're going to keep this. For sure there is place for competition and I think it's good because it allows people to to bring another aspect of pole dancing but definitely like to keep also the like the source of pole which is like just the pleasure of moving around this this tube <laughs> that is a pole yeah. and uh be whatever you want to be and no matter who you are no matter what you want to wear or what you think the music you want to perform just allow anyone to do whatever they want and uh yeah for uh, def- depends the country you can really feel obviously because again if we come back to the first topic about the culture and about the way we are educated it changed the way we see things but just it's okay if it this way works for you it's fine but if it works for me different it's fine, too. And obviously, no matter what, people will always be against things. So because it will be always like this, just do whatever you want. That's true. You can't please them all,
0: you know? And I, it reminds sure. me of the expression, um, if you're not offending someone, you're boring everyone. And so try to think of it that way.
1: Yeah, for well, sure.
0: You can't please them all. <laughs>
1: so hope the community will keep growing and you know i feel what is very interesting um there is so many like kind of sports or dance style that they've been fashion and then they go but i think yeah i can I, I'm, I'm convinced pole dancing is not a fashion yeah it's a fashion that lasts very long yeah and, i agree
0: i feel like it's here to stay
1: yeah it's gonna stay forever and i hope forever and ever and ever and yeah more people will will join the community and uh we can we can share and I hope to pull dance until until I cannot move anymore. <laughs> yes, I hope that too and
0: I hope that's for a long time. <laughs> and so I think dude is there anything you wanted to share with the audience that you have coming up? I'm going to put all of your social media in the show notes mm-hmm. but do you have any like travel plans or shows or anything you want to share?
1: Um well basically people can see everything on my on my media i'm gonna travel a lot until december to like states uh, europe and mexico where i'm gonna join marlo nadia steven and felipe mendoza for the the yeah. one retreat yeah. yes so this uh, i'm very like excited yeah. for this but there is also the pole camp in barcelona happening in august and the pole camp in switzerland happening in November and I have some little surprise from people uh, in some country but I don't know yet so I cannot tell anything but I have some surprise for so from for some people that I I cannot miss some place so I just bring myself without I'll asking anyone <laughs> yes <laughs> good for you this is something also happening and obviously for expo I will be there and uh, and yeah, so many also like collaborations uh, coming with photographers around the world. And you're welcome if anyone is is excited and have a good project. I'm always up for it. And uh, and like keep on doing workshops. And this weekend I'm going to do something pretty interesting. I'm gonna go to um, Monte Carlo for uh, the festival the dance festival and I got invited by the ballet of Monte Carlo oh wow so I'm very very happy to 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 dance there this weekend this coming weekend cool and uh, what else Um, pretty soon also um, something will show up on uh, America Got Talent uh, because I had an experience there yep and uh, so that's Mine come pretty soon, uh like, on the, on internet. So this is also something. And what else? I don't know. You're, maybe. You're uh, yeah, I'm super busy and, like, being in love with my husband and. Uh, and just traveling and, to baby. Exactly. And connecting with my friends. Uh, I can't wait to see. I miss all of them. And I can't wait to, to go to places and to meet them as soon as possible. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: fantastic. You have a lot of stuff happening. So a lot of opportunities yeah. to catch you if people want to come take some of your workshops or, or come yeah. see you and just stare in your eyes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, thank,
0: you. thank you so much. Um, before I let welcome. you go... Um, can you share an inspiring quote or message or story with us,
1: just to, to sign off with? Um, yes, uh, it's actually something that um, I was talking with with Josh this morning, and uh, you know because he asked me, okay, so what are you up for for the future? What do you would love to do? And he, I told him, you know what, I'm just and I'm just I'm just happy. I just love where I am, uh, it's it's balance, I have time for myself, I have time for others, and uh, yeah, I'm just happy, so you know, like, yes, I train a lot, and uh, I always go here and there, but it makes me happy, so, and, and Josh say, so if, if it makes you happy, just do it, voila, so if if something makes you happy, it makes you feel alive, you just got to do it, like, don't hear people like that tell you, oh, you should rest, or you should that, uh, or you should do. Uh, just like, just do it. Just, just make the things because I, I do believe and I'm convinced the first person that can makes you happy is yourself. Yeah. And, um, and I'm so glad. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad to be uh, an outlier. I'm so glad to not be like normal in for many people because the way I am, I'm, I'm happy. And, yeah. You know, like we were saying to each other. Sometimes I prefer to be by myself, and uh, I actually enjoy the time with myself than being around people that don't really like want to or oh, respect the way I am. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I just do things that makes me happy, and I think people should always. I think it's the it's the key of happiness for yourself, and then for the people around you. Because if you're happy, just it works like magic it powder. Yes. yes, for some people it can be. Maybe some people will be annoyed because they don't know <laughs> what it is, and then hopefully one day they will find their way to be happy too.
0: Yeah, that's just a reflection of themselves feel not understanding because they're yes. unhappy. But then you you kind well, of like by it. example
1: type thing. So that's it. That's something maybe the like I don't know if you know about the fourth agreement. Yes, by uh, brew exactly. Bru- so yeah. like maybe I can remind the uh, to everyone because I think they're very important like be clean with your words which is not easy every day as a human and don't don't uh, take anything personally that's what we we're just saying like if some somebody feel this way towards you it's not you. you it's about himself. And don't feel guilty about anything which is also not easy sometimes but because things happen because there is a reason. And do everything you do the best. That's yeah. the
0: I'm putting a link to that. But I think it's on my bookshelf over here. But I can't reach it. But um, I'm putting a link to that book in the show notes as well. Because mm-hmm. it's really a good read. For sure. For awesome. sure. Marianne, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing everything with uh, with us. And taking thank the time the- to chat with <laughs> us. You're fabulous. We love you. Thank you so much. You're, you're so welcome. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Pole Parlor podcast. Want more? Visit poleparlor.com for show notes and to link to the Facebook group where you can connect with other pole and continue the conversation. Listen to past episodes and subscribe to new episodes on the website, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Lots of love, babes. Thanks for listening.